Hey everyone, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to announce a special collaboration with All Trails. They have given me three free annual pass coupon codes um, to give away to my listeners. Now, in order to win, what you have to do is you have to leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the podcast. Um, It can be anything, one star, five stars, I don't really care. Um, But try to say something nice. And then what you're going to have to do is screenshot your review once it's submitted and send it to me on Instagram at Luke Blessed. That's the way to enter. You have until... So from July 31st to August 7th to submit a review. It takes a couple days to show up. Um, And then I will be giving away the three raffled All Trails Pro annual codes August 10th. All Trails is what I've been using for every single hike that I've done. It's great. It shows you um, the length, average length, the skill level you need, what items are really important. It has reviews, collective reviews from lots of people. So it gives you a huge understanding of what you need to be to do to be prepared for that hike. It's beautiful. I use it all the time and will continue to do so, as especially as I head into Banff and British Columbia. So again, leave a review, screenshot, send it to my Instagram, at Luke Blessed, anytime between July 31st and August 7th for your chance to win one of three free pro subscriptions to All Trails. And thank you, All Trails, for collaborating with me. Awesome that they've uh, that they've done this. So I look forward to it, and now we'll get into today's episode. Cross my heart, don't hope to die. These highways I can't wait to drive. Who knows where you'll find me? Somewhere across these country. And I'm back super quickly, obviously, because I'm recording this on the same day. And uh, so August 4th, we did the Sunrise Lake Moraine um, hike, view, whatever you want to call it. So we were at the Lake Louise Park and Drive, and um, we woke up at 4.30, I believe, and left by 4.45 to go to the Lake Moraine parking spot because that can fill up really quick. Like we got there about 5.15 and it was probably a third full. And then I'd say by 5.45, it was like guaranteed full because the shuttle buses at the park and ride actually start at like 6 a.m. So that should give you an idea of just how fast it quick fills up that a shuttle service is available at 6 a.m. because all the parking spots are full and the shuttle service only like functions basically when the parking spots are full. I couldn't even imagine that place on a weekend. So yeah, if you want to go on a weekend to Lake Moraine for a sunrise view, you definitely want to be there by like probably 5.15 at the latest. Um, And then you want to bring layers. You want to layer up because it's pretty chilly. You're pretty high up already in the the mountains, I think, in the altitude level. Not really sure. But um, there can be quite a bit of wind or... There could be no wind, which can make it even colder. And uh, well, I think I was wearing uh, double layers. I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and then I was also wearing pants, like joggers, and uh, a sweater. And I was still cold during that time. And maybe it was because I was wearing like the same clothes as the day before, so that they might have been a bit 
sweaty or damp. I don't know. Um, I was in there early in the morning. I'm like, I don't want to change out here, but I was pretty cold. And then you're waiting for two hours, like minimum. So if you get there at 515, it takes about 10 minutes to get to the top. Like it's, it's a really easy hike. It's very well maintained. I don't even know if it took 10 minutes um, to walk the trail to the top and uh, pretty rocky. So we got there before like all the crowds came. So we got a pretty good spot. Uh, you can climb down on all the rocks. You can find different vantage points and, and viewing points, uh, which is really nice. So there's lots of different areas. If you, if you care about people, you can, in your shot, you can go lower. Um, and if you don't care about people, you can stay higher. So like, I don't really care about people in my shots because obviously it's going to be crowded. Um, so that's what, what we did. We stayed kind of at the top and, uh, I will say this, the sunrise was set for 615, I think, or 612 that day. And we were there till 715 or 730 and the sun still hadn't come up over the mountain. So if you're wanting to be there to actually see the sun shine over Lake Moraine, it is going to be probably after eight, um, at least in like summer, because it takes, so the, the way it works is, um, Moraine Lake will be in front of you and the sun will be behind you from this, from this perspective. And then there is a little bit of a mountain that comes like that protects Lake Moraine from the side that the sun rises on. So not only does the sun have to rise, it has to rise to quite a big point in the sky to come over that little mountain or rock in order to shine on Lake Moraine. So that's one thing. Two, there was... Um, it was a pretty cloudy day and it was a pretty hazy day from all the smoke. So you really couldn't see much anyways in terms of all of the uh, different combinations of why the sun wasn't shining. Um, so yeah, think about that when it comes to if you want to see the sunrise, you really have to layer up, bring food, food, prepare to be there for like three hours, I'd say. Like a lot of people that were there when we got there left by the time that uh, we left too, so 7.30. So we, we didn't even really see the sun come over the lake, but you do get to see the how light it gets. Um, so it's still beautiful, obviously. It's still a wonderful experience. Definitely recommend it, but just don't get your hopes up to see the sun shine on the lake is, is what I would say. And then while we were there, there was two crazy guys that like literally 5.15 in the morning. No, maybe 6 o'clock in the morning or, or a bit later than that. They went swimming in Lake Moraine, which is a glacier lake. And I put my hands in <clears throat> in Lake Louise yesterday too or, or the same day that I'm kind of recouping. And um, it was cold. Like I put my hands in for 10 seconds and it was numbing. Uh, so these guys stayed in the water for like three minutes, four minutes. And... Uh, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, I respect it, you know? So from there, we went to Lake Louise, we got parking spots, and then we slept uh, in our cars for about an hour because we were so tired. Um, and especially I was tired uh, after not sleeping very much and, and going to the sunrise. So by nine o'clock, we had agreed to be like ready and or getting ready. So I think by 9.30, we were at Lake Louise um, we had to use the washrooms before we went because we were going to go on like a six hour hike or five hour hike on average, I think. So we went to, um, the lake 
Agnes Trail. And the Lake Agnes Trail is like really one that connects to a lot. There's a lot of things that you can spin off of them, but you have to really start with the Lake Agnes Trail. Um, and then from there, you can pick more challenging ones. And it goes to this tea house at Lake Agnes. So we did that and it was a bit easier today or yet that day. I thought it was an easier hike than Sea Level Cirque. Uh, it is still incline, like really steady incline for the first hour and 15 minutes, I think like quite a, quite a bit of incline. Um, there's beautiful views of Lake Louise be like on your way up. But the real thing that we did was when we got to Lake Agnes is where, again, where it splits off into like, you can do devil's thumb. I think you can do Mount, uh, Mount Peren, and then you can also do Big Beehive, Little Beehive. So Little Beehive is like, I think the easiest one. And then Peren, Devil's Thumb, and Beehive are all decently big mountains. I think out of all those three, Big Beehive is the easiest. It's still ranked as hard on all trails. Um, but we decided to do that. I was like, I thought I was gonna be way more tired than I was. Got to Lake Agnes, and I was like, you know what? I think I can I can go quite a bit longer and more. Um, so from Lake Agnes Tea House, it's like a pretty flat walk around Lake Agnes. You get a really nice view from the other side, which is really, really beautiful. I think it's more beautiful from the other side, Lake Agnes, than from the Tea House side. So definitely recommend that. And then there is a basically straight up and it, there's I think seven or eight switchbacks on it so switchbacks are when you're going up and then there's a pretty sharp turn and you go up the other way kind of just like a zigzag but they in hiking they call it switchbacks so it's probably at a steady 30 percent incline sometimes more on that uh on that mountainside and then uh, there's also that scree stuff. So that loose rock in some parts, but overall I felt more safe on that than I did on the sea level Cirque trail in, in terms of like loose rock. And, uh, once you get to the top, it, uh, there's a little bit more to do. It's all rock. So on all trails, it looks really steep, but it's not actually that steep because it's just like rock steps that are really easy to go up and down. Um, so I didn't think that that was as hard as, uh, all trails made it sound or made it look at least in terms of the elevation stuff. And from there you get beautiful views of Lake Louise, like absolutely stunning. You get basically an aerial view, aerial shot of Lake Louise and you can see the whole thing, um, from certain angles. So you see all the canoes that are on it. You see how beautiful the lake is. You get a wide angle view and it's just wonderful. Um, and just like an absolutely beautiful, beautiful um, part of the hike. If you do Big Beehive, highly recommend it. I think it's better than Little Beehive because on Big Beehive, you can get all the vantage point of Lake Louise. A Little Beehive, I don't think you can see all of it and I don't think it's as high. So that's what I would recommend if you're gonna do a Beehive, do Big Beehive. Uh, there's like a little gazebo at the end. There's lots of rocks that you can sit on and, and take pictures on and, and just a wonderful, wonderful little hike. Challenging, but not like the most challenging thing I've ever done. I thought it was, I don't know if it's because I'm in better shape now than I was at the start, uh, or anything like that, but, uh, 
yeah, I thought it was okay. And, and, and Hey, I've been walking since January. So I think that's helped me out quite a bit in terms of pace, leveling out what I need to do and understanding my body a little bit more, uh, and getting my legs really warmed up for this trip. So then we went down, but we went down the, another way. So big beehive on all trails is like an out and back, which means you just go up and you go back the same way you came. But when you get to big beehive, um, about where like you get to the top, and it splits off and you have to finish Big Beehive. There's also a way to go down. And that way to go down is Lake Agnes to Plain of Six Glaciers. So, which is also apparently another wonderful hike. So we went down the Plain of Six Glaciers route. Um, but we didn't go all the way to Six Glaciers because there's another spinoff where you'd have to go like up another 2.7 kilometers uh, with an elevation that's was not the worst but not one I wanted to do after the elevation that we'd already done so we went down all the only would have to go back up so I was like you know what I don't really care about this spot let's go somewhere else um so we went down the path I would say because you can go up that way obviously to get big 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 beehive going up that way would probably be a bit better in the morning because um, it's a lot more open. So there's like, if you go up from Lake, uh, the Lake Agnes way to, uh, the big beehive, uh, it's mostly forested, which kind of sucks because there's a lot of, um, there's not a lot of lookout points. There's like maybe two or three on the, on the way up that you can, that you can really see, uh, in terms of, uh, like really good views of Lake Louise or, or just viewpoints in general. But if you go up this other way, which is around Lake Louise, um, it's really much more open. So there's a couple nicer landscape views that you can get of glaciers. But what I would say is do that side in the morning because we came down that side in the afternoon and it was really open to the sun and it was pretty hot. So I would go up that way, down the other way, that way you get shade in the afternoon and you get sun in uh, the morning, which I think is really beneficial just from like a water perspective, from a hiking perspective, from a like not tiring out perspective. So that's what I would say when it comes to doing the big beehive trail and, and trying to map that out, out first. Um, then when we got down, you have to like, it's one of those things, it's kind of like Sleeping Giant where it's all of a sudden flat land but the flatland never seems to end. I think it's like three kilometers from flatland. You have to walk all the way around Lake Louise to get back to the front of Lake Louise. And so that was like, just can this end? Can this end? Can this end? I think that's like the hardest mindset is when you're down off the mountain and you still have to walk quite a bit uh, to where the trail ends. Um, so we went straight from that to our cars. We changed a bit, uh, got out of our hiking stuff and went to the boathouse. And so we got a boat on the water, like a canoe. And when we went out, it was windy. The wind was coming towards us and we wanted to go all the way down Lake Louise. So we did, it took us like 40 minutes to do that. And we're like, okay, this is pretty cool. It's gonna be really fast to go back because the wind was against us. Now it's gonna be with us. But as soon as we got to the one end, uh, we started taking pictures and stuff and, and, and you know, doing the casual Instagram shit. We started going back to the boat house because I'm like, okay, we got 20 minutes to get back and we should probably head out now. All of a sudden, the wind changed. It was like flat, you know, for a bit. 
and then we saw a storm coming from the direction of the boathouse, which means that the wind is going to start coming against us. So the wind started coming against us again on the way in, and it started raining like just as we were getting onto the dock. Um, saw lightning and stuff, so I'm like, everyone, I'm really happy that we got on the water when we did because everyone else that just started has to come out um, because of the, the weather and they don't get refunds because of the weather. So that was really unfortunate for them, but great for us. And uh, so, yeah, it was really challenging with the wind and the wind directions and always just seemingly to be against us. When that was done, I wanted to go in Lake Louise and just like dip in and just say I've like I, I really want to swim in the glacial glacier water because uh that was is on my bucket list wasn't able to because of the rain so maybe I'll do it today but uh, then we went out for dinner again to this place it, just inside Lake Louise because uh, we were starving um got some food and then hung out then I said goodbye to her uh, she's going back to Calgary Maybe Edmonton? I forget right now. But yeah, so Angela left and went back to wherever. We might hike again this weekend. I'm not sure, but uh, kind of like letting the plans go where they may. And then I got to the park and ride again, and I met this lovely Australian couple named uh, Courtney and Dan. So I talked to them for like four or five hours. And uh, the context to this is actually I was, I was planning to go back to Calgary today because I was going to go hiking with a friend from Calgary. I was going to pick them up and then come back to Banff, which is like quite a bit of driving. But all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? He's got some some soreness in, in his uh, shoulder and some, some other things going on. So he um, said, you know, he's just, he was looking at some of the hikes and he just doesn't think he'll be able to do them and doesn't want to slow me down, doesn't want to make me drive back to Calgary. And I'm like, okay, you know what? And on this trip, I've learned that everything happens for a reason. So that's when I came back to this car park and I met Courtney and Dan and I talked to them for four or five hours last night, I think, just outside of their car. Cause I was like, hey, are we, are you sure we're allowed to park here overnight? And they're like, yeah, like we did last night. And I'm like, okay, so did I, but I got here really late, so I'm not sure. And so we started talking for like four hours and then we uh, had a beautiful conversation and uh, really happy that I got to talk to them. First, like real stranger conversation. And I would say about a week since, since maybe Daniel and Emily. Yeah, maybe that was like the last real stranger conversation I had because since then I've been seeing a lot of friends in um, in uh, the way of Calgary and stuff in Winnipeg. So this might have been like the first actual stranger conversation where I got to know their names and stuff since, uh, since Daniel and Emily in, in Thunder Bay, which was wonderful. And uh, yeah, now I'm chilling. I'm airing out my car because yesterday was really damp and I, don't, I haven't been able to shower in like five days. So I really want to shower today. I'm just airing out a lot of my clothing from all the hikes and stuff so that uh, they don't smell and I can just make my car a little bit more, uh, more friendly to myself today. So yeah, that was a review of Lake Moraine Sunrise, Big Beehive Trail, being out on the boat on the water, and talking to Courtney and Dan. So I hope you enjoyed. Probably my longest episode yet. It uh, currently looks like I can't really read because of the sun. 17 minutes. So yeah, enjoy. Today I might just quit that nine to five and drive everywhere beneath clear blue skies and maybe I'll go on a hundred hikes. 
I pack my life in this SUV I may just travel endlessly Across these countries I hope to find Just where I'm meant to be 1400 hours later When these roads have come home I'll have met so many mountains Great lakes and every stone I may seem far away But just a call away by phone Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me